Hello and welcome to a new episode of Paradigm Shift, the podcast where we explore truth through forgotten knowledge. I am your host, Sergio Halabi, and in this episode, I'll be discussing the celestial battle that took place over Europe in the 1500s. So let's go ahead and do the intro. Now, on the morning of April 14, 1561, an event took place over a village or a city in Germany called Nuremberg, where about 100 to 200 people woke up at 4 a.m. in the morning to a loud sound coming from the skies. And they walked out and they saw this immense battle that was taking place over their city. They described it as something celestial. They have descriptions over things and objects that were flying around. And even an illustrator by the name of Hans Glaser drew what happened from his own memory and from discussing it with other witnesses. And then it was published in the local broadsheet. What's interesting about this event is that everyone who witnessed it described it the same way. It was unanimous. And the description of the witnesses referred to globes and cylinder objects that were flying around from left to right and left again all over the sky. And the text was published, as I said, in the broadsheet with the illustration, which I invite you to actually go and Google. Just search for the Battle of Nuremberg. I will read to you some parts of this publication, things that I'm going to focus on, and then later on I'm going to try to explain and interpret what they could mean in our current understanding of technological advances, of machinery, and of what perhaps UFOs and extraterrestrial beings could mean from today. So here is one part of the publication. It says, These all started to fight among themselves, so that the globes which were first in the sun flew out to the ones standing on both sides. Thereafter, the globe standing outside the sun in the small and large large rods flew into the sun. And then it continues to another paragraph where it says, And when the conflict in and again out of the sun was most intense, notice the conflict, they became fatigued to such an extent that they all, as said above, fell from the sun down upon the earth as if they all burned and then they wasted away on the earth with immense smoke. Very interesting choice of words. The publications continue. It continues to mention that the event was more religious in nature. It's not very far-fetched for people around that time to connect or to relegate any event happening in the skies to God or to many gods, depending on the civilization that is witnessing it. It wonders whether it was God who sent these, these, these things as a warning and if the people should repent. And as I said, it wasn't very normal for the time for people to interpret it as such. Now, what's interesting about this event is that it's not the only one that took place. It's not the only one that took place even above Europe. So this was in Germany in 1561. In Switzerland of 1566, five years later after this very important event, another celestial event took place, this time over the city of Basel in Switzerland. It happened over three days, July 27, 28, and then again on August 7. 
It again happened in the morning between the time of 4 to 5 a.m. And again, it woke people up from their sleep and they witnessed a battle that was taking place in the sky. In that city, an artist by the name of Samuel Kokoshis, I think I butchered the name, he also looked, uh, he worked at a local broadsheet in the same city. And the first two days, people witnessed strange phenomenons in the sky where the sun had a different color. It was more red in nature and it was acting very weird. But the third day, which was the morning of August 7, that's when we can see similarities between this event and the one that took place five years prior in Nuremberg. The event is described with black globe-like objects. Remember these people, they're using a vocabulary that is very limited for their time. In terms of not knowing what to describe an object that is flying in the sky, they would always refer to something that they already have seen or know. We've seen that in the Bible, for example, when a chariot of fire came down from the sky and lifted Isaiah into, into the heavens, which is very synonymous today with an alien visit or a UFO abduction. So again, in this situation, they were referring to black globe-like objects flying in the sky, left to right and left again. And what's interesting is that they mentioned black and red cylinders flying out from these objects. So imagine what we know today when it comes to modern technology, if instead of referring to something as a black rod or red rod, we actually are mentioning a missile or a rocket that is flying out from a object flying in the sky. And the last part of this publication, it reads, at the dawn of August 7, we saw large black spheres coming and going with great speed and precipitation before the sun and shattered as if they led a fight. Again, just like the fight that they witnessed five years ago in another city, again, they are referring to this as a fight and that something was, it seems like a war was happening in the skies. Many of them were fiery red and soon crumbled and then extinguished. Now, when it comes to this event, it's a very interesting, I mean, these two events are very interesting for a couple of reasons. The main thing for me is that there are paranormal explanations for what happened. And then there are scientific things. Scientists have come up and try to explain what happened, which means that the events did indeed take place. So there's no issue with the authenticity of the story. So the only issue is how the story was described what it meant and how we can explain it from a scientific point of view or from a paranormal point of view. From my side, what I find interesting in these two stories spanning five years is not only how similar they are in nature, but focusing on the words that people used at the time revealed that this celestial battle did indeed take place as a form of war between different extraterrestrial beings and UFOs that were actually engaging in war. So here are some of the words that they were using in those publications and I will try to explain what it could have meant. They say globes and cylindrical objects floating in the sky. This is a very clear description of a flying saucer that has been reported throughout the globe and for thousands of years. 
whether it was by ancient civilizations using them as explanation of how the gods moved around we would see them written in their mythologies we would see them carved on uh, inside caves and on their walls so the idea of ufos and flying objects that people don't understand what they are has been a theme that is recurring throughout history and mainstream science keeps denying this another thing that struck me as odd was how the how they were describing these flying objects flying it said they were flying left to right in the sky at incredible speed now this description again fits our modern understanding of ufos and their abilities to break the laws of physics and this was made more apparent when the pentagon itself revealed videos of flying ufos that were defying the laws of of physics even though the people witnessing them and recording these videos did not understand how it was possible for these objects to fly at such incredible speed and how they would be flying left, right, and left again. This is again a recurring theme when it comes to UFOs and extraterrestrial beings and what people report have seen throughout the, th the centuries. And the last description I want to focus on is fell from the sun down upon the earth as if they all burned and then they wasted away on the earth with immense smoke i mean at this stage if we are not directly referring to ufos getting hit and falling off from the sky i don't know what we're doing here the theme of objects falling from the sky again is a recurring theme in almost all civilizations we even sometimes think of fallen angels as could possibility of aliens who are coming down from the sky. When, when we think of these objects that were referred to in this publication, to, to describe them in such a way that they were filled with fire and smoke and then they became tired and fell to the, sky, to the, to the earth from the sky, we are literally describing a war that happens in the sky. This is unrefutable evidence and an argument that even scientists have tried to explain, but in my opinion, they failed miserably at it. Because when these news came to light, and from that time until today, scientists have tried to come out and make sense of it and try to give it a, a scientific explanation and arguments as to how this could have happened or what it could have meant. And it, it's interesting to me that scientists always try to rationalize these events without it ever being the possibility that this is an actual UFO battle or extraterrestrial beings fighting among each other. Like they would always try to find any reason except the one that would make most sense. So that is a question mark to me. Some scientists have said that this event is called perihelium or the one otherwise known as a sun dog. If you research perihelium, you will see what, what it is supposed to mean to mean so scientists have said that this is a an optical illusion this is what a perihelium is the optical illusion consists of a bright spot to one or both sides of the sun again google this image so you can see what i mean and you will also see that it has nothing to do it's not even compared to the battle that was described in these publications or even in the illustrations it's just an optical illusion is very similar to objects flying left and right and then falling down from the skies in a, in a fiery and smoke way. 
Others have theorized, and yes, you will hear this correctly, that the city was under a mass hallucination due to a fungus that was growing on their food supply. Again, it seems so far-fetched that something like this could have been explained through a mass hallucination, given the fact that this has never happened again. Like other than these two events, even with perihelion being a very common event, very common optical illusion that takes place, we can clearly see that these two events have never occurred again. And there's a different reason for that. So I leave this up to you. What do you think? Do you think that this event did indeed take place as a war between extraterrestrial beings? Were the people under a mass hallucination? Were they just exposed to a, an optical illusion with light refracting on the air and on particles of, of water? And this is why they were describing an, a celestial battle? What do you think? How can we explain such phenomenon and why hasn't it occurred again since then? With that, I will end the episode for today. Thank you always for listening. If you like the episode, please share it with your friends, share it on social media. You can also find me on my Instagram page, paradigm.shift.experience, where I go into more details about these topics. And if you would like to support me and the show and my Instagram page, if you like to support what I do, I recently just launched a merchandise store, which I will leave the link in the description. If you can support me in any way, that would be greatly appreciated. As always, thank you for listening and until next time.